0: It's Saturday, January 6th, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know. To be in the know, the Supreme Court agreed to hear former President Donald Trump's appeal of Colorado's landmark ruling that he is an insurrectionist and unfit for public office. The court set an expedited schedule for the case with oral arguments on February 8th. A decision could come within days of the arguments. The widely expected move puts the nine justices at the center of a presidential election to an extent not seen since 2000, when the court effectively decided the contest between George W. Bush and Al Gore by halting a Florida vote recount. There are several pending lawsuits to disqualify Mr. Trump from the November 2024 presidential election on the grounds that he engaged in insurrection by encouraging his supporters to riot at the Capitol on January 6th, 2021, when Congress was meeting to certify President Biden's victory in the November 2020 election. In other news, American officials are trying to persuade partner countries to acquire cutting-edge small nuclear reactors still under development by U.S. firms. The goal is to wrest nuclear market share from Russia and defend against China's fast-growing nuclear technology industry and to compete with its biggest geopolitical rivals. The U.S. hopes that putting its clout behind a new technology can cement future commercial and diplomatic relationships and chip away at China's and Russia's ability to dominate their neighbor's energy supply. The Biden administration also sees nuclear energy as a way to export reliable green energy since nuclear power plants split atoms and don't burn carbon-based fuels. With Russia's broad 2022 invasion of Ukraine sending Poland and other European countries looking for new energy partners, U.S. officials and industry leaders see a potential opening in the market for U.S. exports to compete with China's growing nuclear ambitions. Around the world, militants in Lebanon launched about 40 rockets into Israel on Saturday as the Biden administration's top diplomat arrived in the region to defuse an escalating Middle East crisis resulting from the war in Gaza. The Israeli military said it fired back at militants who had been launching rockets. Hezbollah, an Iranian-backed Lebanese-armed group, said it fired rockets at an Israeli observation post as an initial response to the killing of Hamas leader Saleh al-Aruri on Tuesday. The killing of Aruri and six other people in an airstrike on an office in Beirut, along with intensifying attacks by Hezbollah, is raising the risk that Israel's three-month-old war with Hamas and Gaza could spiral into broader regional confrontation that could draw in the U.S., Iran, and Tehran's network of militia allies throughout the region. Back in the U.S., Alaska Airlines grounded all of its Boeing 737-9 aircraft late Friday, hours after a window and piece of fuselage on one such plane blew out in midair and forced an emergency landing in Portland, Oregon. No one was seriously hurt. The incident occurred shortly after takeoff, and the gaping hole caused the cabin to depressurize. Flight data showed the plane climbed to 16,000 feet before returning to Portland International Airport. The pilot told Portland air traffic controllers the plane had an emergency, was depressurized, and needed to return to the airport. Following tonight's event on Flight 1282, we have decided to take the precautionary step of temporarily grounding our fleet of 65 Boeing 737-9 aircraft, Alaska Airlines CEO Ben Minichucci said in a statement. And the nation's employers added a robust 216,000 jobs last month, the latest sign that the American labor market remains resilient even in the face of sharply higher interest rates. Friday's government report showed that December's job gain exceeded the 173,000 that were added in November. The unemployment rate was unchanged at 3.7%. Some details of the report may disappoint the inflation fighters at the Federal Reserve, who might now be inclined to delay any cuts in their benchmark interest rate. Average hourly wages rose 4.1% from a year earlier, up from a 4% gain in November, which could make it harder for the Fed to slow inflation back to its 2% target. Now you know, and you're ready to go with The Morning News. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.